Now on Netflix, inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman, comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Livy Lewis, age 19, was murdered by her ex-boyfriend, Matthew Edgar, age 25, on October 31, 2020, in Hemp Hill, Texas. Matthew skipped his trial and has been on the run since January. A jury convicted him, and he has been sentenced to 99 years in prison, which he will serve as soon as the police find him. True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Katie Lieber. Hey, Katie. Hello. How's it going? It's going good. I, I feel like summer's starting. Yeah, it is. It, all of our, like, summer fun stuff is, like, coming right up. We've got camping coming up shortly, and we yeah, do. I'm starting to feel like, okay, it's summer. Is it? Not really. It's Idaho. It's not summer, but we're getting there. Yeah. It's but my, close. Uh, yeah. And my crab apple is blooming. Ooh, and nice. Absolutely covered this year. It was dormant for two years and I was getting worried and uh-huh. it finally bloomed this year and it is absolutely loaded and it smells amazing. So oh, that's awesome. I'm just feeling kind of springy and full of hope and it's good. Hey, we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. We will take you? it. Good. Really good. Yeah. Feeling the same, like loving the weather excited camping next weekend can't wait we're uh spending um some time this weekend getting our van out of storage and cleaning it and getting it ready for camping because it's been put to bed for the winter so yeah i'm excited i'm ready to be outside just want to be outside is that too much to ask without freezing my ass off you know well i mean it's memorial weekend camping so you (laughs) Prepare yourself. Bring your snowsuit. Yeah, but... I, I may, may not actually get my wish there. Yeah. But still, yes. Feeling feeling full of hope. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, this is our Monday episode, and we have mm-hmm. lots of great content for you. But we have to start off with some WTF news from Katie. Just when you thought that Josh Duggar was the grossest piece of shit on the planet. Oh. He is. <laughs> well, break in Mr. Hutchins. Oh, no. Now, how does this guy relate back to Josh Duggar? Remember back when Josh, they discovered he'd been molesting a whole bunch of young girls, including neighbors, church members, his own sisters. Yes. When he was a teenager. Yeah. And and Jim Bob called a state trooper to come and have a talk with him. And the state trooper failed to charge him and just went ahead and let him deal with it the churchy way. Yep. Well, that's this guy. 
Oh, are you serious? In just two short years after he failed to protect all of these girls and the planet from Josh Duggar, mm-hmm. he went to prison for child pornography. Are you effing kidding me? Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Why am I surprised? I should not be surprised. No. Horrified, yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. He was 69 years old and was convicted and sentenced in 2007 on child pornography charges and was released in 2010. Mm. One of the details that was revealed in court is that some of the pornographic photos that he had were of relatives, children in his family. Oh, God. Yeah. He did... Three years. And as soon as he got out, well, as soon as he got out, he screwed up again and ended up going to jail again on another child porn offense. And this time, I guess they decided that, you know, state trooper or not, maybe he should be put away for a while so that he can quit being this horrific human. And he was sentenced to 60 years. But this week... He was approved for parole. So he's getting out again. Now he is close to 90 years old at this point, but, or close to 80 years old, sorry, but Mm -hmm. so what? Right. So what? Does not mean that he wouldn't reoffend. Absolutely. I have always felt like what happened there with Josh when he was a kid was such a travesty. For his sisters and the other girls that lived around him. And now his Mm -hmm. children and all of the other children that he has now offended. Yeah. This is why. It's because the guy that Jim Bob called to come and talk to him. Now realize he was 67 at the time. He was probably not still an active trooper. No, probably not. He was a friend of the family. I'm assuming friend of the church. Yeah. Who showed up to have a talk with him and scare him straight. Right? But showed him all the compassion in the world because he was a pedophile, too. Yeah. Good God. Does that just blow your mind? Ugh, it does. And it yeah, does probably. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's so awful. So disgusted. So disgusted. Jim Bob Duggar should go to prison. He should. He has facilitated all kinds of crime against mm-hmm. his own family. Mm-hmm. It's horrifying. It is, 100%. So, there you go. And with that, I'm going to kick you back over to, or the mic back over to you for our main case. Okay. Well, speaking of hard-to-believe bullshit, let's go to Texas. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) So, let's talk about Matthew Edgar. Matthew Edgar murdered his ex-girlfriend on Halloween 2020. This was in Hemp Hill, Texas. They had been to a party and apparently had had an argument after the party because she was paying attention to another guy. It was, you know, that kind of domestic violence bullshit. And it was pretty clear from the very beginning that she's, that he is the one who killed her. Um, And so 
you know, so, it wait, seemed... so she didn't disappear, right? There was a body. No, she didn't disappear. They, when, when police and paramedics, everyone was notified, they found him there with her oh. covered in blood. Somebody had texted him asking him where she was. And he had just texted them back the word dead. Yeah. Awful. Oh my God. He committed an absolutely heinous crime. She was only 19. Absolutely broke oh her family God. and her community. Heartbroken. So it seems like it's going to be wrapped up pretty easily, right? Um, they arrest him right away. You know, they, he's the main suspect from day one. They get him into jail. And then in April of 2021, and remember this happened at Halloween 2020. So we're talking during oh. COVID, heavy yeah. COVID, when courts were slow. Mm-hmm. So in April of 2021, due to an absolutely ridiculous Texas law, they had to release him. Let me tell you. What's Seems this? like Texas is teeming with ridiculous laws these days. Uh, they are. This is such bullshit. So here is what the state law says. A defendant who is detained in jail pending trial of an accusation against him must be released either on personal bond or by reducing the amount of bail required if the state is not ready for trial of the criminal action for which he is being detained within 90 days from the commencement of his detention if he is accused of a felony. What? So here we are, deep in COVID. They're not ready to go to trial on him by mm-hmm. April when he has, is coming up on his 90 days in jail. Sure. And so they have to give him a fifteen a $50,000 bond and he bonds out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the prosecutor was just turning inside out over it. You know, like this is a very yeah. serious murder. You know, like this person should not be out. Was this little shit from an affluent family? I'm not sure. Um, but it was, a, he was, he managed to come up with enough bond to get out. Yeah. So yeah, his trial was day. It's not that much. No, it it isn't. You know, if somebody had a house to put up or something. Yeah. Although whoever did that, going to be damn sorry now. Mm-hmm. Because his trial started in January and guess mm-hmm. who did not show up for his trial? Oh gosh, I just can't even fathom this news. Right. So he goes on the run. His trial goes on without him. He is convicted of her murder. And he is sentenced to 99 years in prison. Good. problem being, they can't fucking find him. So he's on the run and not serving 99 years in prison. And um, the the victim's mother is just beside herself. And wouldn't you be? Yeah. How the hell did they let this happen? How was he not being monitored or something? Like what? And what the hell kind of state law is that 90 days? Um, when is anyone ever ready to put on a trial 90 days after arrest? I mean, we've been watching crazy a lot of murder trials over the years, and I have never seen a single one in this day and age. That can go to trial in 90 days? Gosh, I don't know, Texas. Maybe instead of beating up on women and trans kids, what you ought to do 
is fix your criminal justice system. It's just yeah. a weird thought I had. Fix your criminal justice system. Also, find Matthew Edgar, for God's sake. Well, you know, instead of being out spraining his ankle looking for Brian Laundry, why isn't Dog the Bounty Hunter on this one? Right. Why isn't he? They say they've had leads from all over the country and blah, 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 blah. You know, all the stuff they say. But the bottom Why line is, could not be in Mexico. They have Why? no clue where he no. is. He, of course, he's in Mexico. He was from yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not yeah. like it was that far to go. No, he is out of the country. And when he was out and free to do whatever until the trial started, so he could have been making arrangements and plans this whole entire. How long time. has he been gone? I well, mean, he didn't show up for trial, but how long has he been gone before they realized he was gone? I don't know. <clears throat> I can't find anything that says, because they don't really consider him, like, on the run until he doesn't show up for day one of the trial. Sure. But, yeah, he's due uh. to be serving 99 years in prison. Um, And yet he might just be out murdering someone else. Well, it, that's it. I was just thinking her poor family, but then, wait a minute. What about, what about the rest of the of world? everyone else he decides to kill? Because now he's gotten away with something. Right. Oh, right. Boy. So if you Not live in Texas, good. you might want to keep an eye on the search for Matthew Edgar and maybe mm -hmm. putting a little pressure on your lawmakers that maybe there's some more important things to be worrying about right now than discriminating against trans people and women. Mm hmm for God's sakes. Yeah, it, it's just mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it is. That they could release him. Can you imagine if that had happened with, like, Lori Vallow Daybell and Chad Daybell? They've both... Lori's been in, in jail for two years. Chad's been in yeah. for almost two. Yeah. Can you imagine if they were released after 90 days? Yeah. Of preparing for a murder trial? That law yeah. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I would imagine a lot of times they waive their right to a speedy trial because their attorney goes, I can't be ready for this in 90 days. Right. But obviously but in this case, that didn't happen. So. It didn't. And the thing is, I mean, right to a speedy trial doesn't mean you just get out. Right. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, uh, so anyway, I solidarity yeah. with the family of the victim on this. And mm -hmm. we'll be keeping an eye out because hopefully... This moron's going to get caught, but yeah. I don't know. He's a spoiled little jackass, so he just may mess well, up. Well, he is, obviously. So, There's yeah. There's serious he, entitlement here, so. He may, you know, be dumb enough to uh, stay in the States. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. from Texas, could cross the border easily and mm -hmm. be gone forever. And and that's what I'm afraid has already happened. I'm Yeah, me too. So, <laughs> our Hard whole... Ugh. This whole episode is all WTF news. It really is. It really is. Without Thinking a doubt. Of, Katie, you have another WTF uh, update for us. Another mind boggler. Mm -hmm. yes. W to the TF, Buffalo. Oh, no. You, we all know there was a mass shooting in Buffalo last Sunday. Yeah. Um, it was a white supremacist who uh, targeted black people and killed, I believe, 11 or 10 black people and wounded several others. Yes. When the shooting started, there was a woman in the store who is uh, an assistant manager there. Her name is Letitia Rogers. Mm -hmm. And here's what 
really sucks for Letitia. 12 years ago, she and her brother, Danielle, were at the City Grill restaurant in Buffalo when a man opened fire and killed her brother and three others in front of her. Oh, my God. She's been through two mass shootings? Mm -hmm. Four people were wounded, uh, one who succumbed to those injuries. So, yeah, it was a murder of five eventually that she was a witness to. And her brother was one of them that was killed. That is so terrible. So fast forward to the day of the shootings in the grocery store. So we're talking about the shooting at the Tops grocery store. I'm assuming you guys have all probably already heard about this. But yeah. So the shooting starts when this is familiar to her. So she hides behind a counter. And she pulls out her cell phone and she calls 911. Mm-hmm. Seems legit, right? What we would all do. Well, she's whispering because, you know, she doesn't want to get shot. Right. And so she gets on the phone with 911 and whispers, please send help. There's a person in the store shooting. And the dispatcher says, what? I can't hear you. Why are you whispering? You don't have to whisper. They can't hear you. Uh, What? Well, in trying to plead with the dispatcher to send the police, she drops her phone. She's scared to death and shaking. Sure. She's fumbling with her phone. By the time she's picked it back up, dispatch has hung up on her. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. So she switches her phone. She's now she's scared 911's going to call her back. So she hurries and hangs up or, or turns off the ringer. Uh, and then she calls her boyfriend. And she whispers to him that there is a live shooter in the store. Please call 911. You know, in the same whisper that she had just spoken to dispatch. Right. Who shamed her, mouthed off to her and hung up on her. And so her boyfriend calls dispatch and they send the police. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, they could have just sent the police off her GPS. Yeah. They didn't even have to hear what she was saying. If she was whispering like that, they could have just sent the police. Mm -hmm. Holy hell. So by the time she gets off the phone with the boyfriend, uh, the shooting has stopped. And you, she said you could hear him walking around, like, crunching on stuff that he, you know, because he shot up the whole place. There was, like, mayhem right. everywhere. So she stayed hiding behind the counter until she heard the police come in and saw an officer escorting an employee out. So she stayed hidden for quite a while. She said when she came out, all she saw were bodies. Oh. And the first person she saw was uh, Aaron Salter, the security guard. And she oh. knew it was him by his uniform. And it was just horrifying. And the but the fact that dispatch wouldn't listen to her, wouldn't recognize. How often do people call dispatch and whisper? Uh, when they're in really, really major danger. Holy yeah. hell. That has to be pretty normal. Not only that, you can't tell me that dispatch doesn't have... A volume control that they could have turned that up so they to could be really able, hear. yeah, to hear her. But they just treated her like shit, and like they just didn't believe her. I guess. <sighs> so, you know, since she has now spoken up about it, 
that 911 dispatcher is uh, has been put on leave and there's a May 30th hearing in which uh, the county executive says that they are planning on uh, terminating that person. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Uh, their oh. statement is that uh, it was completely inappropriate on the part of the 911 operator. He said, we teach our 911 call takers that if someone is whispering, it probably means they are in trouble. And the caller may be in an area of concern, not just with regards to active shooters, but potentially with regards to domestic violence that someone may be calling. Yeah. Right. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So at wow. any rate, it sounds like that person will likely lose their job and they should. And yeah. They should. But I mean, mm -hmm. how much time was wasted that could have been spent, you know, sending the police? Well, I'm during sure other that people called 911 too. Probably. But it doesn't matter. The other very concerning piece of this is they didn't call her back. You know, if you butt dial 911, they will call you. Right. To if find your out kid if calls 911 okay. and hangs up, they will call you back. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. is up with that operator? And wow. so that operator, not only did they hang up on her and also say, telling her, you don't need to whisper. They can't hear you. What the hell do you know? Yeah. They who? You don't even know what they're calling about. Oh, they murdered 10 mad. people. God. Yeah. Like all of it is so horrifying. And I am friends with dispatchers. I, I have a few friends that are dispatchers that are amazing and do amazing jobs. And I don't want to demonize dispatchers, except for this one. Because yeah. are you even kidding me? Well, this is a great example for why we need good dispatchers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, I would imagine that most dispatchers that hear this story are absolutely dumbfounded. I bet they are. Because, yeah, this person acted completely against their training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The fact that they didn't call her back slays me. Yeah. Like if you got cut off, fine. And the the city's saying it's unclear who ended the call. Oh, honey, you don't want to get sued. I get it, but yeah, it's but not unclear because this lady says that she was trying to get her phone picked back up, and the dispatcher said something and hung up. Also, the dispatcher didn't call back, which tells you that they hung up. Right. And didn't think that this was worthwhile. Right. The fact that she had to they go outside kind of nine one one about this. Yeah. The fact that she had to go outside of uh, you know emergency protocol to call her boyfriend and ask him to call is just appalling. That's insane. At least you know. At least they listened to somebody and got the police there after only ten people had died. Oh my god. Unbelievable. Ugh. Yep. So there you have it. <coughs> wow. Celebrate the good dispatchers and let this one go work at, I don't know, somewhere else. Anywhere else. Please. Not this ever again. Yeah. Whew. Well, that was a barn burner of an episode. <laughs> WTF News times three. For sure. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> well, this is our Monday episode. We will be back. Tuesday and Wednesday with more uh, awesome content as well as our uh, live stream case updates on Wednesday night and our live stream of the psychic hour on <coughs> Thursday night. Excuse me. 
<clears throat> yeah. So uh, also <laughs> we've got new content up on Patreon. So go yeah. check that out. Just go sure to patreon.com and search for true crime paranormal. You will find us and then we you get extra content, uh, extra content there every month. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it's just, a, it's a nominal amount of money that helps support us and really helps us to grow and keep doing what we're doing. Plus there's like two years worth of uh, extra content over there. So Sometimes mm -hmm. people ask us for a case and we're like, you know, actually we already did it and it's over in Patreon. So yeah. go check that out. Yes, for sure. Yeah. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> well, you know it. We are True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Take care. Mm -hmm.